Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Nightcast. It's Isaac Signs with you alongside Mr. Patrick Weber on April 3rd, Holy Week. And we're so excited to be on the podcast again. How are you doing, Mr. Weber? I'm doing well, Isaac. Thank you for having me this morning. I'm excited to be here and glad we're having a, our name out there on Holy Cross on your Nightcast. Absolutely. It's been a joy talking with all kinds of people here at Holy Cross. I know I've certainly enjoyed getting to learn the stories, the backgrounds, and some fantastic people here so far. So Mr. Weber, it's really cool to have you on. I've heard a lot of good things about you, and we're going to learn more about what you do on the podcast. So step number one, introduction. Mr. Weber, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and how you got to Holy Cross. All right. So I was born in North Dakota. Lived in North Dakota for a while. My dad was with Ford Motor Company. And so my childhood brought me everywhere. We lived in North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, Colorado, Oregon. And then finally, we set up a little bit of roots in El Paso. And I lived in El Paso for 12 years, went to high school in El Paso, and then went to UTEP. And I graduated from UTEP with a degree in business administration. And I thought that was the direction my life was going to take. And then uh, I met a campus minister, a wonderful sister at UTEP. Her name was Sister Joan. And I was going on some runs in the mornings, and I was stopped by the campus minister office. And Sister Joan got my mind thinking about maybe a vocation. And so I contacted, looked through a lot of books about different vocations and how I could pursue this. And I learned about the Congregation of Holy Cross. And so I contacted the vocation director of the Congregation of Holy Cross And in the summer of 1992, I made my way to the University of Notre Dame, where I began formation with the Congregation of Holy Cross. And so I spent some time there at Notre Dame studying theology and philosophy and living in community with Holy Cross seminarians and other priests and brothers of the community. And my plan was that this was going to be my life pursuit. And I spent five years with the Congregation of Holy Cross studying theology I also did some um, service as well. I had an opportunity to go study Spanish in Guatemala for three months. I had an opportunity to do some ministry in Monterrey, Mexico, where Holy Cross has a parish. And I did that for five years. And then as we got very close to the end in my discernment, um, I made a decision after five years, right before I was ready to make my final commitment to Holy Cross, that there were still these lingering thoughts in the back of my mind that maybe I wanted to have a family. And so I never continued with Holy Cross. I left the community. And when I left the community, I started teaching in a Catholic school. And the first school I taught, it was a little school downtown called St. Mary's Catholic School. It's no longer there. It's now a hotel right down on St. Mary's Street. Um, But in the back of my mind, I wanted to get back to Holy Cross. And so I had known Brother Stanley from my days in formation. And I'd talk to him every now and then. I'd kind of say, hey, is anything available? And sure enough, after two years at St. Mary's, uh, a job came open here at Holy Cross, a theology job. And way back in 1999, in the fall, I began here at Holy Cross and started teaching theology. And I have been here ever since. And I love it because it's my ministry. You know, it's a an apostolate. I'm able to live out my desire to live the gospel and to serve Christ. But on the side, I also have a family. I've been married to my wife, Angelica, now for 23 years. And I have a wonderful son. My son, Patrick, was a student here, graduated from Holy Cross in 2019. And he's now a student at UTSA, finishing up, getting close to finishing up. And he's also kind of got the teaching bug. So he is 
right now doing some student teaching at Brandeis and getting ready to wrap up not too far off from now. And he's getting into, he wants to be a science teacher. Wow. Well, it sounds like you've been just about everywhere. Just about everywhere, yeah. And now you're back here at Holy Cross teaching theology. And I've also heard you're coaching a middle school uh, baseball team as well. So you're doing some extra sports on the side. But uh, Mr. Weber, how cool is it for you to be teaching theology to these students, seeing their development, their spiritual growth? I mean, that must be such a rewarding ministry for you. Oh, I couldn't imagine Isaac doing anything else. You know, all my years here that I've been at Holy Cross, the greatest joy I have is having the chance to come in every single day. And, you know, my job is to share the gospel and to share the life of Christ with my students. And hopefully in some way, um, some way to inspire students to imitate Christ and to follow him and to become disciples. And over time that we can transform this world. And I, I absolutely love what I do. I come to school every day uh, with a smile on my face, and I'm just happy to be here with the community that I first entered with many, many years ago, and I have an opportunity to spend the last 23 years here at Holy Cross with, as you mentioned earlier, some wonderful people, some great teachers, some wonderful examples like Brother Stanley and Brother Lewis and other brothers that we have here on campus, Brother Dennis Deuce, who um, I couldn't imagine anything, anything different. Talk a little bit about your baseball team. I know I'm a sports guy, all right? So a lot of people who listen into the Nightcast probably know me by now. <laughs> but I hear you're undefeated. We have, you know, I've been coaching baseball here uh, since I started. You know, I first came to Holy Cross and started teaching here. In the back of my mind, I mentioned to people on campus, you know, I'd like to do some coaching in the springs, do some baseball. And so usually when you're a theology teacher, they kind of pigeonhole you and stereotype you. And they're not thinking that you're going to want to do a lot of coaching, but I have a baseball background. I love baseball. And I started out as an assistant with the middle school team and over time just ended up becoming the head coach. And I've been coaching Holy Cross middle school baseball here for over 20 years. And we've had a lot of really talented teams throughout the years, won some championships, had a lot of success. And this year we have another really, really good ball club. Uh, we have a group of kids and it's very young. You know, a lot of times these really talented teams tend to be more eighth grade heavy but we got a really good group this year. Right now, we are undefeated. But you know how baseball is. Anything can happen, so you never get ahead of things because any given game, you can lose a ball game. But we got a nice balanced team. We got a good, good group of eighth graders, a lot of talent. We got a few seventh graders that are all very talented. And then we got like five sixth graders. And every one of those sixth graders can play. So we got a nice nucleus for the future as well. But we've been blessed. You know, God has blessed us this year with just some really talented players who make me and uh, my coaching staff look really good. If you want to watch some baseball and some high-quality baseball at that, you know where to find Mr. Patrick Weber and his team undefeated. And so that's awesome. Congratulations and, on a nice start. Thank you. We'll be out here this Wednesday. We'll be out here at Holy Cross uh, Field here Wednesday afternoon, 4.30. Open up our district play against St. Luke's. Should be a good ball game. And so if anyone wants to see a good ball game, we'll be out here at 4.30 on Wednesday. Well, come on out, folks. It's spring. We got some warmer weather, so enjoy yourself some good baseball. Now, tell us about your involvement with Moro Days. So Moro Days is something that came about with COVID. So when COVID hit, we ended up shortening our week to a four-day week. And we weren't really sure how that was all going to work. And uh, Fridays have become a day where we're able to do a lot of different types of activities because we don't have a traditional school day. So one thing that myself and uh, my colleague, Mr. Joe Foreman, 
uh, we sat down and said, man, you know, these Moreau days would be a great way for us to integrate service into our theology curriculum. And, you know, we talk about service all the time. Heck, this week, Holy Thursday, we're talking about those readings today in class, and Jesus washed his disciples' feet and said, I've given you a model to follow, wants us to be servants. And we always talk about service, but until you get out and do service, it really doesn't have any effect on your life. So we were always looking for ways to get students as a group, as a community, to get out there together and to do service. So Moreau Days gave us that opportunity. And so we've spent Fridays for the last couple years, we spent our Fridays doing service trips with our students. And for the most part, we've partnered with the food bank. And so we do a variety of ministries with the food bank. And some of the things we do, one of my favorite places to go is we'll take kids down to Haven for Hope, which is a wonderful facility downtown that does a lot of good work with the homeless in our community. And we'll take kids down there and we'll prepare a lunch meal and we'll serve a lunch meal to homeless residents there at Haven for Hope. We also have uh, groups that will take over here to the food bank and do your traditional warehouse sorting and packing. They have a kitchen over here that prepares meals, like prepackaged meals for pre-Ks and other low-income students throughout the community. They have partner organizations, and we'll spend time packaging those meals, getting them prepared, and those go out to feed children in our community. Just two weeks ago, we went to the curbside pickup over at the food bank, brought some freshmen over there, and people come up in their car who are in economic need, and we give them packages of food to bring and hopefully get them through the next couple of weeks. And then just this past Friday, we brought a group of freshmen over to their garden and the farm. Food Bank has a, a wonderful farm and garden program where they grow fresh fruit and vegetables, and they get these fresh fruit and vegetables out to the community so they can have access to those things in their diet. And we went over there and harvested some vegetables and did some cleanup around the garden. So the Fridays have been a great opportunity to help our students understand the call to be servants. You know, Holy Cross is rooted in servanthood, going all the way back to its organization. Holy Cross has always been on the forefront of serving the least of the least, the poorest of the poor. And we want our kids out there uh, doing service now, and hopefully that becomes something as a habit later on in their life. They look back on that and say, you know, I want to get out again and get back to my community and to serve. Wow, what a blessing that is for you to be serving with the students. And that opportunity, you know, these are very formative years for students, especially middle school and high school. And having that opportunity on Fridays to go out and serve and to learn the importance of, hey, we're giving back to our community. And they're going to have so much more clarity on the importance of serving others, and really sharing the love of Jesus Christ. And, and the coolest thing for me is that I get to be right there alongside them. You know, I'm out there watching them serve, but I get to get right in there with them and prepare meals with them and serve with them on the line and be a part of the opportunity. And, and you're right, just to be an example for them and to let them know that, you know, our life is always going to be so much better when we are in loving relationship with other people, which really brings us to, you know, true joy. Well, that's excellent. Well, we're ready in April. All right, so this school year is oh, man. rapidly going by. We're going to be in summer by the time you know it. And so moving to next school year, Mr. Weber, because soon we're going to be turning the page. What are you most looking forward to for the 2023-2024 school year? You know, the thing I look forward to the most, Miss Reyes has done an amazing job these past few years of creating interest in Holy Cross. 
and getting new students into Holy Cross. So for me, the beginning of a new year, the excitement of that is just meeting new students. You know, one of the joys that I've had these past few years is I started teaching seventh graders. And my seventh graders are always new to me. It's the first time I meet these kids and have them in class. So I think the thing I look forward to most every single school year is just to meet a new batch of students and to begin developing relationships with those kids, um, catching up with kids I've had in class this year and see how things are going for them. But I think the thing I look forward to most about next year is is seeing all the new kids that Miss Reyes brings into Holy Cross and creating relationships with them and, and begin a new journey with a new group of students. There's a lot of traditions here at Holy Cross. And throughout the podcast, I've spoken with just about everybody who's in a position and a prominent role here. And I've heard all kinds of awesome traditions, fun, that get kids engaged and students excited. For you, Mr. Weber, what is your favorite tradition here at Holy Cross? So I'm going to mention two of my favorite traditions here at Holy Cross. One of them is an ongoing tradition that we do every week. And one of the favorite things for me every week is when our students have our student-led prayer services on Thursdays. So on Thursdays, that's our community prayer day. We either gather in the Convocation Center for a prayer service led by students, or we gather in the Convocation Convocation Center to celebrate Mass. And so to see our students take the leadership role in preparing those prayer services and carrying out those prayer services, and then one of our students to stand up and really share their faith with their classmates, um, that is one of my favorite things here at Holy Cross is seeing students share their faith with others. And then my other favorite annual tradition and something I've been involved with for a long time is the junior ring ceremony. So the junior ring ceremony is, it used to be a mass. Last couple years since COVID, we've been having prayer services, but the junior ring ceremony is a mass where the junior students receive their class rings. And it's kind of the first time where they are taking ownership to become school leaders. And what I love about it so much is when we're at that mass and the juniors receive their rings, it's their parents who are presenting the ring to their child, to their son or their daughter. And when you see the the parents and the sons and daughters up there together receiving their rings and just the pride and the joy in those parents' faces, and to see the happiness in those kids' faces they receive their ring and recognize that, heck, they're about to be seniors here at Holy Cross. It is a really, really moving experience. And it's one that I've loved being a part of really since I started Holy Cross. Within a couple years of being here, um, Mr. Don Marengo was a beloved teacher for a long time. He was the junior ring mask guy. And he said, hey, you know, Mr. Weber, you think you'd like to take this over? And we kind of transitioned. And I, for a long time, ran that ring mask. And Absolutely love that tradition here at Holy Cross, seeing our juniors receive their class rings and mark themselves as the new school leaders. Those are two wonderful moments, it appears like. And Mr. Weber, I mean, it sounds like you're so enrooted in the lives of the students here at Holy Cross. And I'm sure you're beloved by a lot of these students because you're sharing these experiences with them out in the community, on the baseball field, in ring masses. I mean, And just watching their spiritual development, I think, is probably something that is so rewarding for you. Yeah, I mean, everything we do, whether it's a baseball practice or it's a service trip or we're inside the classroom, 
I'm a firm believer that Christ is present everywhere, and we encounter Christ everywhere. And every time I gather with students, wherever it's at, it's an opportunity for me to encounter Christ in them. And then hopefully I'm living my life here with my students in a way and treating them in a way that they can uh, encounter Christ in me. But you're, it's um, everything I do here is a way of living the gospel and sharing Christ with others. Well, that's a blessing. And, and it is Holy Week, so it's very special. Obviously, Thursday, we have Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, and then Easter the Resurrection Sunday, and so it's going to be a very busy week, but a blessed one at that as we move through this journey. Yeah, so this Thursday here at Holy Cross, we will have a prayer service Thursday morning. Traditionally, we celebrate Holy Thursday here, and we reenact the washing of the feet, but I still encourage all of our families to go to their parish on Thursday night and take part in Holy Thursday services, and of course, Friday, we commemorate the Passion of our Lord, and we walk the journey to the cross with Jesus and then on Friday and on Saturday and Sunday, we celebrate our belief that we are people of hope. You know, Holy Cross's motto, Ave Crux Spes Unica, Hail the Cross, our only hope. So we commemorate the cross on Friday, but we know the cross never has the last word in our life, that we are people of hope. You know, every cross that Jesus carried, that we carry, can be transformed. Amen. That's a great message right there to wrap up today's podcast. Mr. Weber, it was a pleasure getting to know you, your story, your background, what you do. All those who are listening in, blessings to you on this Holy Week. I will be back here on the Nightcast on April 17th. So in a few weeks, we're going to have another guest. We're going to keep this train rolling as this school year nears an end. So everybody, take care. God bless, and thanks for listening. Shake down.